What's going on with Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens? That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome into the Friday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schuber back with you here once again on the show. Hope everyone is having a great start to their Friday, the end of the work week, the weekend right around the corner. I've had a fun week of shows here on the pod and a topic that, I'll be honest, I didn't think we were going to touch on until there was some type of resolution to it, that being the Lamar Jackson situation, is the focal point of today's show. And I think the reason why I thought to myself that we weren't going to discuss this anymore is because... It didn't really feel as if we were gaining any traction in that regard. The Baltimore Ravens clearly made their intentions known when they put the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson, meaning that Lamar can go talk to other teams. If he talks to those teams and they offer him a contract, the Baltimore Ravens have an opportunity to match that contract. If they don't want to match it, it's two first-round picks going back to the Baltimore Ravens. And for Baltimore and Lamar, it has been a bit of a... A stalemate. It has been a, a, a bit of a uh, game of chicken between the two sides in an attempt to figure out which side's going to blink. Uh, how are they going to get this deal done? Or how are they going to break through this impasse? And Baltimore ultimately decided to use probably the one tool that they still had in their toolbox at this point. All right, Lamar, here's the non-exclusive franchise tag. You can negotiate with any team you want. We will take the opportunity to match that. Meaning Baltimore doesn't have to do the work anymore. They've given uh, Lamar a bunch of different contracts. There have been disagreements on what those offers actually were. But again, they weren't able to come to a deal. So Baltimore said, okay, Lamar, you can go out and go ahead and talk to other teams. And the other part of this that kind of led me to believe that we weren't going to talk about this until there was a resolution with that resolution being that Lamar's probably just going to either sign long-term with Baltimore or sign the non-exclusive tag for the upcoming season was Lamar doesn't have an agent, and there were a bunch of teams that immediately jumped out to say, we are not interested in Lamar Jackson, which was a bit of a surprise. And it rubbed some people the wrong way, and rightly so. It felt very weird for teams to say they're not interested in a former MVP candidate, that they're not interested in a player that of, of Lamar's caliber at the quarterback position, and teams try to fall over themselves to try to find a quarterback, a franchise quarterback that can lead them uh, for years and decades. And that was what Lamar Jackson could do if he was with your football team. So it was a surprise to say to see the Atlanta Falcons say, nope, not interested. To see Washington say, nope, not interested. Kind of a shock to see some of those two teams in particular say thanks, but no thanks. But it all comes back to the guaranteed contract. And a lot of teams, probably their internal feeling, this is me speculating here as to why uh, this is going on, but there are teams that probably felt we are not going to go down the rabbit hole that the Cleveland Browns did with Deshaun Watson and offering a fully guaranteed contract. So anything that we offer to Lamar Jackson would just be helping and benefiting the Baltimore Ravens, and we are not going to help them do their negotiating because they're just going to match it anyway. Now, that is the most positive way I could spin what teams are doing. There's the other positive spin that all the teams are colluding uh, and working together to make sure that Lamar Jackson doesn't get a fully guaranteed contract. That type of concerted effort between all of the teams would be a bit surprising to me. I, I don't know if they're all working in conjunction, but I do think that there is some sort of non-talked-about collusion of we're not going to offer guaranteed contracts, and so Lamar being in free agency and wanting that guaranteed contract, we're just not going to give it to him, and that's why you're seeing teams do what they do, because if they're not going to give those guaranteed contracts, they're also going to sit back and say, hey, we're not going to help the Baltimore Ravens out in this capacity either. That's where we've been. It's where we've been since this entire process started. That is the way this has gone down. Uh, the Baltimore put the tag on him. Lamar is still in, is still a free agent that can talk to other teams. 
and the Baltimore Ravens have the opportunity to match. Nothing's changed in that regard. No new team has entered the fray. No new team uh, has said, hey, we're interested. No new team has actually offered him an offer sheet. That t- the time for them to be able to do that has opened up. They can do that. So I thought we were just going to sit back and wait. Lots of other storylines to talk about in the National Football League. Odell Beckham Jr. being a free agent. Ezekiel Elliott narrowing down his teams to the Eagles, the Bengals, the Jets uh, of teams that he wants to, to, to go to. We're talking about the Aaron Rodgers trade that is waiting to get done. We've got uh, some rules from the rules competition that are being discussed. We just had a trade this week uh, with the Browns and Elijah Moore. There's a lot of other storylines that we can dive into. I saw a great uh, post on um, the NFL subreddit, and I, I love to go there to get some get some aggregation of news, but also just to see what the pulse of you know the people of my generation, of my age group, were talking. And there was a great conversation that they were having about of the three extension eligible quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, you know, which one would you to pick to start a team or I think there's a fascinating conversation there. That's what I thought we were going to be doing here today. And then we get the latest wrinkle to the Lamar Jackson story. And I don't know what to make of this. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. It is my job here to come on this show and to talk to you every day about the biggest story. And I think this is probably the biggest story in the National Football League right now or in uh, in football in general. But I'm supposed to be able to tell you what's going on and what I think of it. And I'm here to tell you we're going to work through this together because I don't know what to think of it. I don't know what to make of the fact that there has been reports of a gentleman claiming to be a representative for Lamar Jackson speaking to other teams about getting an offer sheet. And the NFLPA and the NFL having to come out, the NFL sent a memo out to all of the teams All of the teams were sent to memo. I'm pulling it up here from Adam Schefter. This comes from the NFL Management Council. It is two chief executives, presidents, general managers, and club contract negotiators. I'm going to read it, and I know it's lengthy, but it's important to just tell you the verbiage here. Quote, the NFLPA has informed us that a person by the name of Ken Francis, who is not an NFLPA certified agent, may be contacting clubs and attempting to persuade club personnel to enter into negotiations with or concerning Lamar Jackson, who is currently under a non-exclusive franchise tender with the Baltimore Ravens, end quote. They then go on to say that this person is an uncertified uh, agent prohibited from negotiating this or discussing possible potential trades on behalf of any player. They remind the clubs that there's a part of the collective bargaining agreement that says if you do this, if you enter a negotiation with somebody who is acting on their own behalf or is not a certified agent, then you the, the offer sheet might be disapproved and it, it might create all sorts of problems. And they make it clear in there again that Lamar Jackson is not currently represented by an NFLPA certified agent. And Lamar responded to this and said, you know, this person hasn't negotiated for me. Uh, And then there has been other tweets that have come out that have shown that these two guys potentially may be close. This is just a wild situation that I can't wrap my head around. Because if the NFL feels important, it feels enough has happened here, and this is just because teams are telling the league, hey, this person's coming to us trying to negotiate on behalf of Lamar Jackson, not really sure what you want us to do with this. If the NFL feels compelled to release a statement to teams, that the NFLPA has to get involved and say, not a certified agent of Lamar Jackson. This is not somebody who represents him. You cannot talk to this person. That's a problem. And it clearly it's somebody that's close to Lamar, and Lamar says, stop lying, that man never tried to negotiate for me. But if he has a connection to the person, is Lamar making the claim that the entire league is lying? It just feels very weird. It feels very odd. I don't know what to make of this situation. And again, it all goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning. Think of where we sit with this situation. 
No teams appear to be jumping through hoops to talk to Lamar right now. I don't know how hard it is to talk to Lamar. Again, you have to talk to Lamar himself. He doesn't have an agent. You have to go through him specifically if you want to have that contact, if you want to be able to discuss an offer sheet. But we don't see teams trying to jump through hoops. The Indianapolis Colts are picking fourth right now. They've seen the Carolina Panthers jump them. The Houston Texans are probably taking a quarterback. Uh, they're sitting fourth, so they're going to get the third quarterback off the board. Now, maybe they're QB1, but those odds are not in their favor. You're telling me that they're not interested in talking to Lamar Jackson. You're telling me other teams in the league wouldn't potentially reevaluate their situations and talk to Lamar Jackson. Again, it's all quiet. Then this pops up. Is this because teams are just uninterested in negotiating with somebody that they know is just going to probably go back to Baltimore? And they are just uninterested in what is becoming a bit of a circus around this whole situation. And listen, I don't want to say the term circus and, and have any uh, disparaging thoughts toward Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is an MVP. I would like Lamar Jackson on my football team. If the Aaron Rodgers deal uh, falls through, they're not able to get it done, and the Jets wanted to pivot to, to offering Lamar Jackson a contract fully guaranteed or not, I would be interested in Lamar Jackson being the quarterback of the New York Jets. I understand Lamar Jackson taking on uh, this banner of, I want a fully guaranteed fully guaranteed contract because I just I saw Deshaun Watson get a fully guaranteed contract. I can very reasonably understand that, but it just doesn't feel like the marketplace is going to be able or doesn't want to, I should say, not able because they're all able to, that they don't want to go down that path. And so at some point, Lamar's going to have to make a decision because I don't know the benefit that comes from this taking as long as it is. Maybe they can come to a long-term deal with Baltimore, but Baltimore appears to have washed their hands of this and they're saying, you can go get a deal, we'll match it, and that allows us to do our negotiating for us. If not, we've got you for, what, $32 million next year on the non-exclusive tag. But as I sit here and try to figure out what the solution is going to be, I can't realistically see a scenario where Lamar Jackson is playing for another team next season. Because I just don't know a contract that a team is going to offer that they're going to want to, they're going to, want to honor, right? It, you could try to bait the Ravens into accepting a deal that maybe the Ravens don't want to bait. Or take, But if they take the bait and they say, okay, we'll take the well, – here you go. Here's the two first-round picks. We'll take your two first-round picks. You can take the contract. Does, does the team really want that to occur? And so that's where I think it becomes teams are just kind of not interested. They're not doing this. And, again, it's, for, it's a very good player, player that a lot of teams in the National Football League should be knocking down the door to try to get. They should be trying to have the conversation with Lamar Jackson. But they're just not. And so the more the time goes by, the more that this goes on, it just feels as if the only way this ends is Lamar Jackson returns to the Baltimore Ravens. Now, I am not willing to sit up here and say that if it's under a brand new contract or if it's under the non-exclusive tag. To me, if you had me say it right now one way or the other, I'm leaning toward that non-exclusive tag because I don't know if Baltimore is going to immediately go back to the negotiating table. And then what that means, the can of worms that that opens up, is that next year we're going to do all of this again. And so I want Lamar Jackson uh, to be in the best position for himself. I want Lamar Jackson uh, to make the most money possible because he deserves it. He is one of the top 10, 12 quarterbacks, probably higher than that, probably top eight quarterbacks uh, in this league. He is that dynamic. He's that much of a difference maker. But that being said, I just got to read the tea leaves. I just have to read the room. I just have to read the way the situation's going down. I don't see teams lining up to talk to Lamar Jackson. What I do see is the league stepping in and saying, uh, we, got, we got somebody trying to negotiate on Lamar's behalf that's that's not allowed to do that. Not allowed to negotiate on behalf of Lamar Jackson. You have Lamar Jackson responding and saying, that person never tried to negotiate me, and we've reached a bit of a stalemate. How that stalemate gets broken, again, I think all roads lead back to the Baltimore Ravens, at least for 2023. Long term, who knows what this situation will look like. But felt like we needed to talk about it because after not hearing a bunch about Lamar Jackson, it was just a very weird situation yesterday. And I still don't know how I feel about the fact that 
Lamar is basically claiming that that person didn't negotiate uh, for him, but the league is saying that he did. It's just a weird and wild situation that, again, I think all roads lead back to the Baltimore Ravens for Lamar Jackson for 2023. That's going to do it for us here on the show. Do it for us here this week on the podcast. Really appreciate it. I know I saw a major announcement, and I can kind of tell you. I, the start date, we don't know on this, right? I, I am still working on some tech things, but... Got some of the stuff done yesterday, was able to test it. Uh, starting soon, probably within the next week or two, this show will be going live every day on the Draft Network YouTube channel, allowing you to be interactive, allowing you to share your comments, allow you to share your feedback in live time uh, to the major topics that we are going to be talking about every day. So when we go live on YouTube, uh, I will be recording the podcast version of the show. So we'll do a little pre-show. We'll do a little post-show. We'll record the show in the middle. And then for you uh, listeners here on the podcast feed, if you can't make it to the live show every day or if it's not in the time that works for you, you're going to get the same show that you get every day, probably a little bit longer because I'll be doing the interactive uh, banter back and forth with everybody. But your podcast feed will stay the same. Uh, it will have these shows dropped in here. You will just be getting a version, uh, the post-production version of the live show. So if you have the opportunity to check us out, I will obviously tweet about it uh, and let you know ahead of time here on the show when that's going to happen. But we're going to go live on YouTube with this show uh, probably a little bit longer show a lot to be more inter interactive I'll let you guys to give me your thoughts we can talk about some different things so it should be uh, a lot of fun to be able to go through that uh, each and every day on the YouTube channel so uh, super excited to bring that bring that to you guys very very soon and it's all thanks to you guys rating reviewing subscribing uh, following along with the show that we feel uh, we are in a position to, to go live every day and have some fun on the YouTube channel so come on and join because again the pre-show shenanigans the post-show shenanigans they won't make the podcast feed here uh, but you'll be able to see some of the behind the scenes production stuff that we do to put together this show. So it should be a lot of fun. So again, thanks to you for making this show a part of your day. Hope everyone makes it a great rest of their Friday and their weekend. I'll talk to you all on Monday.